Hello. I was just telling Johnny, if he bangs the table, it's going to wiggle this. We just proved it. <laughs> okay. Uh, having trouble streaming to the rumble. Okay. So we're not going to worry about that. We're just going to keep going with what we have. And um, put it up there later or something. Yeah. So, hi, if you're joining us, you're probably, you have to either be on Facebook or YouTube, and we will put this up on Rumble later. So, um, let's see. Tammy's on here. Yay. Hi. Oh, yes. Hello. Yeah, so y'all liked our thumbnail. I didn't even tell Johnny. Um, Apparently, it's something cute. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to show you what? See, look, this is what I found. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> In our Christmas pajamas, we um, we had such a good, you know, month off. We didn't take a month off of working, but month away from filming up for discussion and choose love. And the only time we were in our studio was to do this little fun photo shoot with our whole family. Most of our kids were in town and we all had our matching traditional matching Christmas pajamas. We even managed to get the boys to wear yeah. them too. Yeah, yeah, you can be sure this was the boys idea, right? <laughs> Remember the year we put you in silk pajamas? Lordy, Lordy, yes. <laughs> We got all the guys like black silk pajamas one year. It was really funny. Anyway, so I think we did good this year. You look good in the little red and white. Um, I'm just talking to give people a chance to get on here and join us. We are um, actually at the beach right now. My um, parents have a place down here in Florida on the Gulf Coast and for years, this has just been a place we love getting away to. Our favorite is when we get to be with my parents here. Um, but this was just different in nature been, anyway. This yeah. Wasn't really supposed to be like that kind of getaway. It was a prayer targeted beginning of the year, uh, 10, 12 days of really locking into to the Lord and seeking him specifically on, on many things for the new year. Not so much, well, it's direction, but it's more many pieces of the puzzle and how to prioritize them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, it's so been much rich. clarity and strategy he's been giving yeah. us and encouragement for you guys. Um, it's been really sweet and a good time together. It's 2023 and we're still in love with each other. And That's exactly right. <clears throat> and we're, and we're about to, in April, we will celebrate our 35th anniversary. Yeah. Can you believe that? Yeah. It's I feel amazing. it. <laughs> I feel it. And I got my uh, beach hair don't care. I got, I went on a walk. <clears throat> my husband told me. There'll be no rain. Just go ahead. <laughs> Mr. Prophetic here. It's <laughs> he, probably when I look at the app that says no rain, 20% chance. So the only rain so of the I, whole day bombs her. <laughs> I go out and I'm like way down the beach. And you know, it's, it's, the weather's beautiful down here, but mostly you have to time it right. So it's sunny enough that you don't get cold. And so I was out and just this, the most rain I've ever been stuck out in before in my life. So I came home like a little wet rat. So, so Elizabeth, there's no way I see somebody saying they just tried us on rumble. I hate that for those that only have rumble, there's no way to try that. Is that just too complex, too complicated? Um, yeah. So, you just, uh, I would have to like add, I'd have to stop and then come yeah. back online again. So we're just going to add it to rumble afterwards. Um, okay. And this is where we'll just be for like that for today. Did you want to see the comments on the side? Should I go back to doing it? Well, there, there's good about seeing the comments. I know okay. they can, I don't, it's. Uh, Here we go. Okay. Now you can see. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody's already Wishing us happy anniversary go ahead for, for April and all that kind of stuff. Well, great to hear from, yeah, we don't look like we've been married 30 years. Someone says, you look like you're 30. And we Come on, 35. tell me that. And tell me lies. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't a child either. <clears throat> so, well, child. we got some important things, some good things to share. Um, yeah. I have something exciting to share as well. 
And um, but you go ahead and um, take it away, I guess, anytime here. So one of the things that um, the Lord spoke to us right when we got here for our prayer retreat was um, he just expressed his desire to be included as often as possible, which I just love. Um, and it, it kind of stemmed from hearing Kat Kerr recently talking with Steve Schultz saying, um, I can't remember how she said it, but it just stuck with me. Like Jesus wants to be included. And so we are going to intentionally um, try to remember every time we film or we're on a program to begin with prayer. We usually end with prayer, but we're going to begin with prayer and just include Jesus and make sure that he is prioritized for moment one. So we're going to pray. We're going to pray. We're used to including Jesus, but we're not necessarily used to telling everyone how much we're including Jesus. So I think that's what you were feeling as well. Like there, there is value in it's a given but i think there's yeah value in just like stopping and yeah acknowledging him sound good let's go okay jesus we just welcome you your presence that's with each one of us right where we are those that are listening live and those that are going to be listening to this in the future we just love that about you how you are um omnipresent and you are with us you never forsake us and you're interested in it all. You're interested in the times where we're talking about you and spiritual things, but you're just as interested in our everyday lives. And we are grateful. We love doing life with you and in you and through you. And as we are um, just sharing in this latest program today, we ask that your presence would just accomplish what's in your heart to accomplish. And we each just open our hearts wide to you and say, put your finger on any place that you want to touch, anything in us that you want to move and rearrange and whatever you want to speak um, through us or despite us, we just say yes to your voice in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. So did you want me to talk first about Israel real quick? Yeah, do that while okay. people are still getting on Then Maybe we'll, I'll, one of us will remind him again at the at the very end. But we're excited about telling you this part. Okay, great. So if you follow us at all, um, other than Elijah Streams, then you have heard that we are taking a tour this year to Israel. We've been many times, I don't even know how many times now. Uh, 10 or 11, but I think we, I've been once or twice more than you because yeah. of some things we have and, and we've taken groups of all sizes. This will be the largest group that we've ever taken. But one of the things that we've realized is that unless you're taking about 20 or less people, it's kind of all the same because you end up finding a group of about that many that you kind of gravitate towards and eat your meals with and enjoy bus rides with and, and sharing you know your thoughts and all that with. Um, so don't let it intimidate you that we are taking um, four buses this year. One of the things that is going to be ultra special and unique about this trip for us is that we have never done a David tour before. We had one planned before the whole pandemic situation and that got shut down. So we picked up where we left off and said, we're going to do it. We just needed to find the right time. It's finally the right time. And um, we're going May 8th. Through the 18th, um, two of those days this year. This year, and two of those days are our travel days, obviously. So it's a 10-day tour, in all. I see that we are bouncing the table. I hope that doesn't bother people. All right, I'll try to be more careful. When I, I think it's me too. Yeah. Um, sorry, you guys. Technical things. And so um, the David tour, we're. We're going to continue doing everything you'd want to do your first time in Israel related to Jesus and Jerusalem and so many incredible spots across the, the nation of Israel. But we're going to add in even more stops related to the life of David. And um, Johnny and I will do teaching throughout the tour um, related to both um, David and Jesus. We also um, are, uh, I think, unique to other tours in that 
we're really um, intentional about who we get to be our um, local tour guide that is with us throughout the trip. And we have chosen our favorite again. Um, his name is Hilal Geva. And he is, uh, I believe, the top archaeologist renowned um, for Israel. He's been on all the major digs for many, many years, decades. Um, he's super knowledgeable about the historical and archaeological aspect of things, which leaves more of the spiritual side of the teaching for, for Johnny and I. Um, you're given on the trip, you're given what they call whispers, but basically you have um, in-ear, yeah. what do you call those? Anyway, it's something that you can hear from wherever you are. So let's say we're at a site and you're looking around, you're going to feel like we're right there with you um, as you're touring and looking around. And then there'll be moments where we gather everyone together as a group and we sit and do a teaching that way. Um, sometimes we actually pray together. It's just, it's, it's very spirit led. And um, the teaching aspect of it is very planned and thought through from our side. So you really feel like you've had an adventure along with um, almost like a, a course, an in-depth teaching on so many things. And this, there's a common thread that just ends up being wound throughout the entire time um, that's really special to each tour, each group that we take. So um, Minnie and our family are going to go with us. So you won't have an opportunity only to interact with us, but also with someone in our family. Um, and what else did you want to say about this one? Well, yeah, this highlighting of the David tour, we believe is just huge and important, especially for me. And we'll go to the actual site of David and Goliath mm -hmm. as, as well. And a lot of other things that connect to the name David. <coughs> Excuse me. We're going to have... Um, we did this our last time and we loved it. We're going to have two days, two nights of meetings as well. We will have, um, um, you know, we'll have worship and preaching, and then we'll have two days for those who made multiple trips to Israel, even just one or two, you know, you can get wore out. So two of the days we're going to have unscheduled, but there will be, the buses will go to, um, Perhaps we're still in the process of working that out. If they'll go to the uh, some of the bigger sites and things like that, well, if, I guess we really haven't decided. Yeah, that's too much so detail. The, but two that, days off to do what you want, right? Or to go to somewhere where we're not going. Like you wanted to see if it is your first time, and we're not taking you to one of the ones that everybody always goes the first time, or something like that. You you can do that, or you can rest, catch up on that, or visit, or so anyway. It's a well. You also like. For example, when we go into the upper room in the old city of Jerusalem, which will be walking distance from where we're staying um, the second part of the trip, it's it's different to be in there with a group. I mean, that's powerful, but sometimes people are like, I want to, there's a spot like that, but I want to go back to on my own and just, just sit and really take it in and be present. And so there's a couple of days where you can do that. So. And as you're getting on, we're, we have something more than this to share, but wanted to tell you about that for this reason. We have about 110 people already signed up and have paid uh, deposit and things like that. We're going to, the four buses that we can do puts us up to a total of 180. This is the first time we're expanding it beyond you being on one of our uh, email lists or Facebook. So you just be aware there's a, uh, I think you're going to give them some website where, where they can go yes um the website is our website it's restore7.org slash like what do you call that backslash something like that <laughs> one of these israel 2023 so restore7.org slash israel 23 and there's all the details we're not telling you so if you ask us more details uh we won't but we'll just tell you like elizabeth said we're going we have uh, our daughter Justice will have her little baby. She's less, grandson. less than a month uh, from being due with her baby boy, and she's for sure, her and Chris. And so they'll probably, you know, we have we'll have four buses. Elizabeth will probably be in one bus. I'll probably be in one. They'll be in another. And we have Grace. We're gonna split ourselves up so we get and, plenty of interaction and, and move around yeah. um, with our uh, ourselves as well. And so that will be part of. It's gonna be. Um, a lot of fun and yeah while the world's in upheaval we just uh, go on 
And because um, it's actually always been an upheaval, we've just discovered some <laughs> right. of it. And so it's good to be uh, beyond that. So we wanted you to be aware of that. All right. Two other quick things. Um, we have some new direction we feel like is from the Lord just for us personally so that we don't get burnt out. We are going to be switching our up for discussion episodes are not going to be weekly. They're going to be every other week. Um, Choose Love will be every week. Elijah Streams will continue to be every week. Um, but Up for Discussion will be every other week. We are adding in, though, on those in-between weeks, um, one of our programs that we haven't done consistently, but we're going to be doing every other week consistently, which is called Someone You Should Know. And it's uh, either myself, Johnny, or someone from our team is going to be interviewing somebody that we feel like you should know. We've done a couple of those episodes in the past, um, but we have so many people that we just have met along the way that we just feel like you need to hear from. And so we're going to be doing some more interviews. Um, and yeah, so that was all I I, I just see somebody's telling me, Emma's telling me, did I see that the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once is a w- movie that won Michelle you know, a Golden Globe yesterday. Well, that was that ties into the word I had a couple days ago yeah. on uh, Elijah's stream, and we'll tell you briefly about that. We're, we're not recommending the movie. We tried to watch a minute of it. It was like, this is so weird. <laughs> and maybe just, it started making better sense maybe, later maybe on. Maybe it was, was like, yeah, it was I was so like, I'm, I'm not, we're not sure about this. It's the, it's the title. <clears throat> so, yeah, that's cool that it won a, a Golden Globe. Yeah. So, and so I'll refer to that briefly in, in what I have to share. But um, what was the last thing? Oh, and then I'm going to. Uh, just briefly pre-announce we'll have something more exciting to share as well in i don't know a month or two we don't know when it is um i've talked about it once before we're going to do a a 50 state rise tour um and that will just be one state per month one weekend per month we're going to go through 50 states and we'll tell you more about that but it takes a while (laughs) it's going to take us a while we're committed to it one of the things we're excited about doing, Elizabeth and I, is being able to see you. Those who have, uh, we have so many of you still even now saying very kind, loving things. And so many of you have sent us letters and notes and, and sent gifts and prayed for us and all that kind of stuff. So what we're looking forward to doing in every state is um, has been able to uh, meet. Connect with you connect like with in you. real life because we, for the last couple of years, it's only through the screen and we, we really miss um, connecting with the, everyone, the, the our tribe. Yes. So anyway. Um, so that, that won't be until uh, this summer, but closer then we'll announce it more officially and how you can be involved. All right. So this is the main part that I'm going to share first, Elizabeth. Did we agree on that? We I'm know. all about that. Go for it. <laughs> And so, and, and what I'm going to tell you about that it's sports related. Now, don't, those of you who are not interested in sports, like, oh, this is where you lose me. No, sports is kind of, yeah, but don't but, No, 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 I'm saying I'm, You're I'm not even here and I'm not first, yeah. you know, I'm not in sports, but I'm, I'm excited about what we're going to share. It's, you know, the scripture tells us the invisible things of him are uh, clearly shown by the things that are created. And there's an aspect, he also says the rocks will cry out and give the right message. So there are major games, major international uh, sports events, major national ones. And so it's not like every, you know, your local softball game down the road that's likely to be full of uh, prophetic parallels and messages. But when there is a, uh, it doesn't mean it can't happen, but there is, when he knows something is being widely watched, the Lord will be, he'll have woven in there Something he's speaking, and especially, especially when Johnny and Lowe's watching. Especially, say that. that's his <laughs> gift to me. He gives me, he's like, do you see what I'm saying? So I want you to see I what he's that. saying. So, you know, two days, Monday night, the Georgia Bulldogs won the national championship in college football, back-to-back, uh, back-to-back championships. And they defeated, more than defeated, you know, as sorry, Texas Christian University were game all year, but they creamed and, and you know, it really deflated, I'm sure, um, those fans, TCU fans and all that. 
and it was 65 to 7. And for it to be 65 to 7, they actually had to miss their field, uh, their field goal kicker, had to miss the extra point after the last touchdown. And I think somebody said they didn't think he had missed any all year. It's like mm, there's extra point. Well, it's not not really make much difference. 65 to 7, 66. It's, yeah. it's a killing. But yeah. immediately when that happened, I knew there's a reason this is staying on 65 mm. and not going to 66. Got it. So the 65-7 is very important. So I'm just going to share a few truths from uh, the numbers of the games and the and the players that were there. So the score was 65 to 7, the Georgia Bulldogs, and also they're, they're called loosely the Dogs. And I've been sharing, and the part that goes from even last year, you know, the name Caleb. It's interesting because that's the name of when Justice has her baby boy, his name is Caleb, Caleb, and it means dog. And so, and it's done in honor of me, actually. Um, the parents, Chris and Justice, did it in honor of me because that's the main message. They feel like if there's one I'm known for is the Caleb uh, the Caleb message, and Caleb is the seer, the anointed seer, to be able to see victory uh, and to see the Lord's possibilities in the midst of a scary reality, you know, where the other 10 spies go and say, oh my goodness, let's head back to Egypt. Uh, they are greater and mightier than our, us. The, the giants are huge. The challenges are huge. And this is not going to be good for us at all. And we were grasshoppers in our own eyes. And then so Caleb comes and he says, hey, um, with God, we can do this. They will be bread for us. It's a whole new perspective. And so we want to draw attention. I'm going to try to keep it minimal. Those of you who like to do this with me know there are multiple, multiple things that we can look at. But I want to do just two or three main things so that you remember the message, the Lord's messaging. He has a message to us from that game. So you have the dogs defeated the TCU Horn Frogs. But the horned frogs are not really frogs, they're lizards. So the reptiles, the lizards, got defeated. Now, some of you, there's another application on what that, uh, what that could refer to as well. We'll just leave that. But the dogs are the Caleb's. So this is back-to-back -back years. These two years for the Georgia dogs to win the national championship is focusing a message, focusing on the Caleb's. This so you said it really fast in case you missed it. The, the word... Caleb or Caleb in Hebrew, Hebrew means dog. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and it, it could mean, part, you know, there's there's the dog that we know of, but then to dog something or to be dogged in your pursuit of something, there's something about that that goes with it as well. But the Lord is speaking the Caleb's. That's the purpose. So the Caleb's won back-to-back -back national championship. And the 65 to 7, so let me read to you what I instantly knew it was, Psalm 65, 7. I'm going to read to you that verse. And, and then there's 13 verses total in Psalm 65. And I'm going to extract several uh, bits of truth out of there. And, and then Elizabeth will, uh, as, as the Lord uh, speaks to her on something there, she'll uh, pile, on, pile on there as well. But So what's 65, 7? Psalm 65, 7. You who still the noise of the seas, the noise of their waves, and the tumult of the peoples. So this is, the whole chapter is what we're going to look at. The whole chapter, the heading of it in my Bible says, Praise to God for his salvation and providence. So there's a reason he's drawing attention to Psalm 65. Praise to God for his salvation and providence. So think of this not just something that's curiously connected to a, a football game, but this is a message from the Lord that he kind of used. He set the stage with a national football game, a, a, a title game. And so praise to God for his salvation and providence. And you who still the noise of the seas and the seas and the noise of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. There's a connection there to the psalm to you know, why do the nations rage, the heathen rage, they, they conspire, the leaders, the kings of this world conspire against the Lord, his anointed, and he who sits in the heavens, what he does. And so he's the one who stills the noise of the seas, the noise of their waves, two times the word noise, third one, tumult. So there's noise, noise, and tumult. And it's the Lord who stills that. 
and and he quiets that which needs to be quieted and he brings brings clarity so here's the but we're going to look at the rest of the chapter and and, and just receive you know impartation from this encouragement to your spirits because this is what i believe is supposed to happen verse one praise is waiting you O god in zion and to you the vow shall be performed O you who hear prayer now if you're following in your bible that's verse two one first line i put a star by it O you who hear prayer we want he's wanting us to know uh, he, we, he he hears prayer and particularly in this year at this time during this uh you know, transition of going into the age of the kingdom in a way that we've never seen before. To you who hear prayer, to you all flesh will come. Uh, iniquities prevail against me as for our transgressions. You will provide atonement for them. This is amazing because this is David that is telling us these things. This is a Psalm of David. You will provide atonement for our transgressions. Prophetically, he's a prophet. He was seeing hundreds of years ahead of time that he would provide atonement uh, for them. It's just an amazing thing. Blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. Let me just stop. We will be satisfied with the goodness of your house. My word for Monday on Elijah's streams, I just want to strongly recommend whoever didn't get a chance to hear it. Yeah. Uh, the, the word was about the whole world. The Holy Spirit said, I know this is an outrageous prophecy, but the whole world is about to become an upper room. And so in that, and it's everything, everywhere, and all at once. And, um, and so we went into 11 things that it will, 11 corrections that this move of the Holy Spirit will release into the church. Uh, we'll say 11 cures that come from his presence, 11 things it activates. And so... Uh, look into that because it this is a connected word to that and in that word you you explain that um just because i want to make sure it yeah. doesn't come back and people are like well that wasn't accurate he's not saying that everywhere is going to be the upper room even where people don't ask for it or invite it in he's saying that god is making opportunity for that it's it, how, would you say that is an opportunity? Well, there's a part of it that's supposed to remain outrageous. Yeah. And that the whole world, this is like, and you know, it's Acts 2 says, in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, as opposed to just the upper room in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. And so that's like, he's doing it. Now, do you have to set yourself aside to find the upper room? Probably. But it's going to be there. And it's, it's accessible, everywhere. I think is the word that you use. Accessible. Yeah. But, but there's something about the outrageous nature of, of what he's pouring out. So I mentioned several countries that I thought were, would be uh, really, really pronounced. They're just, uh, you know, available for all. So uh, we will be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. So that's really an uh, upper room possibility. Verse 5, by awesome deeds in justice, depending on what version of the Bible you have, it either says by awesome deeds in justice or righteousness, you will answer us, O God of our salvation, you who are the confidence, depending on the version that you have, or the hope, you who are the hope of all the ends of the earth. And I had made notes, those are my old notes in my Bible, that justice and hope, and our daughter that's about to have a baby, is justice, hope. By awesome deeds in justice, you will answer us. But that's something to hold on to. For those who considered it in delay, he's telling us, he's putting emphasis on this Psalm 65, by awesome deeds in justice, you will answer us. We're looking to him to answer us, O God of our salvation. You who are the hope of all the ends of the earth and of the far off seas, who established the mountains by his strength. We can think of that as even the seven mountains I've shared before. These seven mountains are designed to reflect the image of him, of himself who he is. And so there's no possibility. We can't say, Lord, remove these mountains, mountain of uh, religion, mountain of economy, mountain of arts, entertainment, mountain of government, the seven mountains in that kind of way. They are realities. And he establishes the mountains by his strength being clothed with power. So he's speaking to us that he has the power from himself and from his kingdom to bring the light and the shift and the change that needs to happen. And then back again, verse seven. You who still 
you who still the noise of the seas, the noise of their waves and the tumult of the peoples. Verse eight, they also who dwell in the farthest parts are afraid of your signs. So this thing of the farthest parts, what's that about? Well, there are places, uh, I, I believe even this is for those who think they're hiding from God and, and they, they go the farthest parts of the, uh, of the earth. In some ways, we've heard conversation about Antarctic and other things. There's also those who dwell in the farthest parts. They're afraid of your signs, his signs. He's letting them know wherever they are, wherever they think they're hidden, wherever they, whatever underground, beyond place they think that they're outside of the scope and scale of God seeing them and affecting them. That's not the reality. You make the outing, outgoings of the morning and evening rejoice. Verse 9, you visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. Now, again, take everything in Psalm 65 as something personal, something for us in this year. Uh, and that's, that's, the, that's the point of that's why that game, it was a ridiculous score, 65 to 7. You visit the earth and water it. You greatly enrich it. The river of God is full of water. That goes back again to the upper room. The river of God is full, full of water. Baptize in the Holy Spirit. The river of God is full of water. It's available for all and for everything. You provide their grain. It speaks in the practical, natural provision, but it speaks into the spiritual provision. You provide their grain, for so you have prepared it. So this is about harvest as well. He's talking about right there. You water its ridges abundantly. You settle its furrows. You make it soft with showers. You bless its growth. You crown the year with your goodness. He's going to crown 2023 with his goodness Come on. and your paths drip with abundance. Now, I believe that speaks into reality of what he's going to do in the midst of what seems impossible. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with flocks. The valleys also are covered with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. So that's that verse. And that, I mean, that's the verse highlighted 65 7, which was the score, and then the entire chapter. So, there are a couple more things, uh, Elizabeth, that I want to uh, share about this with them. And then, again, if you know, you may want to, uh, I'll let you refer to some of those things we talked about in whatever way the Lord's speaking to you as, as well. So, um, if you've been following me, I also addressed last week on Elijah's streams. The game that allowed Georgia to get to the final, that was another kind of miracle ending. And the person, the player on Georgia's team that scored, caught the winning touchdown was a, a player, a receiver named A.D. Mitchell. Well, A.D. stands for Adonai. And Adonai, one of the names of God, and this really has to do with the name of God um, that connects to when we look at him as Adonai, we're not just saying he's awesome and great he owns us. We serve him. We're here for him. So Adonai Mitchell, um, also, he didn't score the winning touchdown. They had so many scores, but he did score again. Adonai Mitchell did catch a touchdown. He's number five. Uh, that's the number, uniform number, and number five is a number of grace. So Adonai catches another touchdown. He did in the game. He got the winning touchdown against Ohio State, a year ago in the national championship, for them to win their first national championship, Adonai Mitchell caught the winning touchdown. And that really stood out as a, as a, a big deal. So number five, Grace, Grace. Now Mitchell even, uh, some of you may realize that his last name Mitchell is a variant of Michael. So you have someone whose name is Adonai Michael, and, and he's the one involved. It's the grace of God. And he's scoring in these big games that allow dogs, that allow the Caleb's to win over the reptiles, over over the horned frogs, um, and again they are uh, they're they're really horned lizards. So, um, and he had a total of 22 yards. Adonai Mitchell had a total of 22 yards. Again, the numbers are just huge. We're not giving you too many numbers, but Isaiah two two. In the last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be exalted in the tops of the mountain. So the number of yards he's got, the number of his uniform, his name, and he's scoring uh, in this what was a, a romp. So the other star individual 
And that's the last one, I think, last person, last thing, last number I'll highlight on it. So it's not too much for you to keep track of is, of course, Stetson Bennett, the fourth. Stetson Bennett is the 5'11 um, walk-on quarterback. You know, Georgia has access to all these uh, five-star recruits and, you know, they had all these other quarterbacks ready to go. Stetson Bennett, the fourth, he never was officially uh, in, in the early days. He, they, you know, they didn't try to scholarship him. He had to be a walk-on. So walk-on means they're, they don't think you're really good enough to make it. They're not giving you a scholarship. If you do the effort and you're able to somehow be second, third, fourth uh, string on the team, then fine. And then they still weren't giving him much of a chance. And so he had to go the junior college route for a year. And then uh, there was only because I think quarterback got injured. They needed him for backup, perhaps Georgia. Uh, I don't remember if they finally was an offer of a scholarship. Bottom line, is a walk-on. So a walk-on is not one has pro who's projected to be great. And at 5'11", and if they list you at 5'11", you're probably 5'9", 5'10". And so this is not a guy that's supposed to be great, but he was the MVP, which means the most valuable player. So his name uh, stands out. He's number 13, and he's the most valuable player. And, and he was, of the previous game, he was the most valuable player. A year ago against Alabama, he was the most valuable player. And, and, um, and so what do we want to tell you more about Stetson Bennett, the MVP, the most valuable player? Well, his last name, Bennett, um, means blessed. And so, and the number 13, the way, reason it stands out to me again, and reason I knew, see, there's two 65s in the scripture. When the, when the score is 65, I'm like, well, it's either Psalm 65 or Isaiah 65. And I got quickly at Psalm 65. And I went to Psalm 65, and it has 13 verses. So it has the MVP, the number 13, stamped, um, uh, yeah, all over it. And he's really known just for being irrepressible. He's like a, truly a Caleb. He, he has a, a, you know, the enemy never, and, and for him, the enemy sometimes was internal, the 6'4", 6'5", quarterbacks that he's competing against to get the starting position. But he was not intimidated. He just went out and did what he, what he had to do. And, and, um, and so uh, the, the last thing about him, so he's Stetson Bennett the fourth, and that's on his, on his back. So I like the attention to that is a big deal because blessed – Bennett means blessed, and fourth, fourth generation carrying that name. And this, we're still in this season of what was kicked off a couple of years ago when that song that carries Job, Job and um, the others, Kobe and Cody uh, Carnes, her husband. Cody and, and the, the blessing. The blessing yeah. on your children and their children yeah. and their children, you know, it just kept going on like multiple generations. So this is something, this is so cool. And exciting. It's fun for me how the Lord speaks this and weaves this all together mm -hmm. to encourage us. Uh, but be encouraged in 2023 when we see so many things that still need to be resolved. We need to see, even while we're seeing bursts of justice here and there, there, there is much more. But he's speaking into by awesome deeds in justice, you will answer us and that you will visit the earth and water it. You will greatly enrich it, for, you know. He's speaking into so many things you can be encouraged um, mm -hmm. with Psalm 65. So, Elizabeth, so what else are you seeing there? So good. Uh, yeah, I have a few things. Um, I was just thinking about a couple of things that have encouraged me recently. I know this might sound a little, I don't know, whatever. I'll just put it out there. Um, the Chosen. There's like a movement around oh, wow, that. Wow that show and this is the third season for it um you know it's it's a time to ground ourselves in the word more than ever because the challenge for our generation is to one of the challenges is to not be guilty of calling good evil and evil good meaning there is a standard there is truth there is absolute truth and depending on how new you are to the Lord and to scripture, um, it can lose its, like, it's what it's meant to do and, and be in us living and alive and fresh. And so like, I've grown up with scripture my entire life 
So sometimes when I go back to read something, I like I have to read it 10 times to even really read it because I've just heard it so many times and it just hits me the same way and I need some fresh perspective on it. There are several things that you can do to have a fresh perspective and that fits in with Caleb. So what made Caleb unique and what makes mm -hmm. him one of your heroes of faith and our grandson yeah. that I can't wait to see and hold. <laughs> um, and he said his name is Caleb, which is Kalev in Hebrew. It's K-A-L-E-V. -E so his, his he's going to go by Kalev. And his middle name is John, Kalev John Keel. And um, anyway, Caleb in scripture had a different perspective. We all know the yeah. story. He, he saw something different. Well, in, um, in scripture, obviously we want to see it with a fresh perspective. So back to the chosen, um, we watched the latest episode the other night and in it, I was impacted by just a fresh way of seeing Jesus. Cause it's, you know, obviously they have to develop his character and his personality in the show and kind of read between the lines in scripture. But it's, it's, it seems very biblical to me in the ways that they have expanded on his on his character in the program. Yeah, but it, he's it, just quick on that because again, I think I may have said it before. If you have a religious spirit, like, well, that's not specifically said in the scripture. Um, they're, they they've taken some liberties to humanize and make them really make sure they resonate for us today. And I just think they've done a, a great job. They're not they're not contradictory to scripture. No, so. Anyway, in, in this latest episode, there's a moment where, um, there's a couple moments where he is, Jesus is so impacted by um, the woman that had the issue of blood for 12 years. He's impacted by her, her faith that made her well. And he's impacted by Jairus's faith who said, you know, I know that if you come to my daughter, she will be well. And then he raised her from the dead. But I, I was just seeing like with fresh eyes, the heart of Jesus to, to want um, to be impacted and moved by us, to be moved by us. And so I'm just kind of weaving several things in here together, but, but that, that fresh perspective of, of Caleb is so resonating with my heart for this, yeah. this year. And, you know, the way God gave it to you through the, <laughs> the, the game is very cool. Um, I think that another way that we can get that fresh experience and encounter with who God is in scripture is, um, very practical. I'm going to tell you this is, um, on YouTube, there is a channel called, um, the Bible Project. Probably most of you have heard of it. I've heard of it for a few years, but I haven't used it as much until recently. And for example, if you go to, uh, you know, maybe you're doing read through the Bible in a year or whatever, and you're going to start reading in the new book of the Bible, you can go to that channel on YouTube and put in, just put in the Bible Project. And let's say you're in Genesis, Genesis. And several options will pop up of videos that they've done. They have a way of like summarizing each book of the Bible. And then they've ventured off even more into just different stories and themes in the Bible. But where, you know, in five to 15 minutes, they just draw out. And for somebody who has a little ADD, it holds my attention and I'm able to like get context for what I'm about to read with fresh eyes, something that I've read so many times in my life, but I need to see it in a fresh way. Um, that is an, a second great way. So first way being the chosen series, like watch it, get fresh eyes on just the new Testament really through that, that series, um, the Bible project on YouTube. And then also, um, a third way, see if I can remember it. Um, Well, I'll I tell a third way. What, what is it? Well, you didn't tell me this, but I'll tell a third way. You can yeah. see if you got a fourth way. But I'll just say what the Lord, even in these 10, 12 days that we've had here, I just finished reading the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. um, 
and the, the great reminder there and the chosen from looking there as well is, you know, sometimes we think of how hard things are right now. And there are, there's a lot, it's definitely the spiritual warfare is off the charts and the contradictions and a lot of things are bigger than life because we've just never seen some of the things we're seeing now uh, at the way uh, evil has, uh, you know, just announced itself on the scene. So it's part of going through the book of Acts was seeing how he wanted them filled with the Holy Spirit. They're filled with the Holy Spirit. When you finish reading the whole you don't have to read the whole thing. You just go to the next three chapters. They literally, there was a verse, I think, Acts 17, 6. These have turned the whole world upside down. Mm -hmm. And they did so despite being totally minus constitution, minus a uh, bill of rights. So frail and human. Yeah. Oh, were, you mean like the constitution of the United States. I gotcha. Yeah. We have these things and we're like, this is such a violation of freedom. Right. They had no constitution. They had no, they were under Roman rule. And uh, subservient to them, you know, Israel was not a nation, and then they were they, they were, were truly under tyranny. They were under Herod, and then they were under uh, the high priest. And all three of them could have them killed or beaten. It was three levels of authority that you could run into, and and they would they uh, you know more of that I, I speak into on Elijah's streams. You can you can go there, but the whole that whole thing, and then the reminder again of the resistance that Jesus and his disciples when you watch the chosen and at every turn, how they're, they're being hemmed in and targeted and, and whatever. And there's this, that's the, where the Caleb thing comes in. You know, it's not about, uh, you know, there could be questions like what about, and there's, we have all these what abouts. So the what abouts are the giants that are in the land. That's what the 10 spies like. Yeah, it's cool. And what Caleb and Joshua are saying, but what about there's these huge giants, there's these huge giants, there's these situations. We have all these things, this agenda, the dark agenda, the reset, the all this whatever. And so I recommend just um, just diving into Acts from that perspective of how the Holy Spirit ignited through sons and daughters, how in the midst of danger, contradiction, through every other kind of thing, they did nothing but grow and expand. And so, but it connects to what you're just saying, because you started this whole thing out the word love mm -hmm. let's get in the word and you're given the chosen and you're given the bible project i remember the, the other practice. one see i knew it would just give you time thank you <laughs> get a new translation oh, get your it. eyes um on a new translation i've really been enjoying and i'm going to adjust the light here in a second because we're losing light um but i've really been enjoying the passion translation so that's given me like some fresh um understanding of of familiar scripture probably many done that already too yeah okay so can you open those honey i think i'll help and if you turn the light on and the light on in the kitchen that will help us i always forget it gets dark so early here on the um, east coast but all right so back to psalm 65 where you were johnny there's an interesting word in here that um speaking of the passion translation that they go into on um, verse one in verse one, where it says uh, in the Passion Translation, Oh God in Zion to you, even silence is praise. You who answer prayer, all of humanity comes before you with their requests. So that was where you said, um, you who answers prayers is praise is waiting. You oh God in Zion. Mm. Uh, something about it will is that the verse one? Verse or, one, yeah. Is it verse one? You who, okay, so that would be a translation. Verse of, two, actually. Okay. Oh, you who hear prayer. So he hears our prayer, and here it just says, you who answers prayer. Um, that word prayer is the same word in Hebrew, palal, which means tent peg. So what is the purpose of a tent peg? A tent peg secures and stabilizes the tent, the place of dwelling and covering. And it is in that place of prayer where God is listening. He is answering that secures us to um, the that place of abiding and dwelling that you're speaking into of even that upper room encounters that are available for us um, in his presence. And then 
um, everywhere, I, all I was at once at kind your... of thing. So here in verse five, uh, the second half of verse five, it says, you are the righteous God who helps us like a father. Everyone, everywhere looks to you for you are the confidence of all the earth. Wow. Everyone, Everyone everywhere, everywhere looks to earth. you for you are the confidence of all the earth. Man, that gives me chills. That's the Psalm 65. He did that with the score. Yeah. He's amazing. He's okay. amazing. You found it. Yeah, just right here. And um, and then he goes on in verse 8 to say, Oh God, to the farthest corners of the planet. Again, emphasizing everywhere and yeah. the availability, the accessibility that we're going to have for that upper room that we do have for that upper room place. And so I just want to want to speak to you out of the place that Johnny and I have been in in the last week of just being here on this prayer retreat together and say, that's available to you now. Yeah. And I was shocked at when we got here. First of all, we drove through. Uh, it was last Thursday night. Um, I think oh it was. My goodness. Anyway, it was like when all the tornadoes were forecast for the south and Literally, the drive we were making um, from Wednesday. Atlanta to here was Tuesday night, wasn't it? or Tuesday night, whatever yeah. night that was. It was horrible weather, and I just, I told Johnny it was right after he got done with live streams. I said, "Let's go. Let's just yeah, get it was ahead Tuesday. of it. We're going to drive a little bit." You were amazing and, and bold and I brave. I drove us almost the whole way here. It was dark, and the rain was, I mean, just torrents of rain. It was so intense. But all of that, because I just so felt this drawing of the Lord to just get with yeah. him here. And, and so the next morning we woke up um, and just immediately started our prayer retreat and turned worship on and just, wow, his presence just came. And before you even got that prophetic insight from the Lord about the upper room, accessibility everywhere everyone all at once wow. um for 2023 we felt it like mm -hmm. it's there and it's not just in corporate worship mm -hmm. and and i'm excited about that too because we haven't been to church yet since 2023 but just sitting alone with him together but then we've had lots of time apart from each other just with the lord and every time it's just who he's just there and um that's available to you like don't yeah. miss out on that and in that place there was just um three quick things that i felt to highlight um to share with you today and i think it just complements what you've already shared but it's yeah. not from that yeah. so one is what i said in the beginning when we started um this session this program together is jesus just wants to be included in everything we do and um we just have to be intentional about it. You know, you get into a habit, like almost everybody in the world thinks, I mean, maybe I'm naive, but thinks to pray something, acknowledge God every time they sit down to eat, um, or at least on special occasions. And because it's just ingrained in us. And I, I feel like this is a year that the Lord wants to ingrain in us where it is just habitual that we are constantly bringing him into whatever we're doing that we're acknowledging him that we're his name is just on our lips um when we were driving down here in the intense rain i remembered a time that years ago i was pregnant with our daughter glory and she's 22 so it was 20 over 22 years ago i'm in this van this conversion van it was an old van at the time that our family kind of owned and all shared, our extended family. So we've taken on trips, kind of with like shag carpet in it. <laughs> and and our three girls were piled in the back and my mom was driving and I was in the front with her. And um, all of a sudden the front tire on my side, uh, it was my side blue, like completely blue. And we were going pretty fast on the highway and lost control of this conversion van. So it's like top heavy, you know? And it's got one of those runner boards on the side that you step onto to get up into, into it with the sliding door, like a Scooby-Doo van. <laughs> anyway, so 
out of my mouth, what was on my lips that still surprises me to this day because there are things that happen to me and Jesus is not the first thing on my lips. But it was in that moment as we were like sliding and gliding out of control and literally turned sideways so much that the, the runner board on the side of the van broke. So it tipped that much, but we did not flip over. Thank you, angels, as well. Exactly. And um, a car that was behind us, it was actually an ambulance that was behind us a little ways, said they could not believe we didn't flip over because they watched the whole thing happen. And my mom was like, you know, she was an incredible driver. But what came out of my lips as we seemed like forever, she's trying to get control of the van and stop it, was Jesus, 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 Jesus. And he reminded me of that when we were driving down here this time, just because of the same highway that we were on. And there's just, there's an invitation that we have to become habitual with including Jesus in every aspect of our lives um, this year. And I think that it's because of where we are headed as a generation, not, not in a scary sense at all, but just because um, he's worthy of, of, of being involved in it all. That leads me to the second thing is that I felt like we said to be intentional this year in calling our hearts up to the highest possible motivation for anything and everything that we do, anything and everything that we're a part of. What is our highest motivation? What could it possibly be? It is that Jesus is worthy. And again, I, I saw that. I'm seeing that as we're watching these episodes of The Chosen. It's like you just fall in love with him all over again. And you're just like, what, what he, what he's done and who he continues to be for us. He is worthy. Like whatever motivation you need to get through something or to accomplish something, whether it's something personal, like losing weight or, um, getting healthier or, you know, your actual career or the ministry that you're involved in or, loving another person in a way that impacts them and changes them, whatever it is, the highest possible motivation that you could have for mm -hmm. it is Jesus is worthy. Yeah. He's worthy of it. He's worthy of us upgrading in all the ways we need upgrading. He's worthy of any sacrifice we make of any, any investment we make in, um, in, other people in other people's lives in, in kingdom um, endeavors. And the last thing was um, you brought this scripture up, I think, Jude one twenty three because you read Jude to me one day, and then yeah. I read Jude back to you in the Passion. But the specific verse that I just wanted to highlight real quick was Jude one twenty three, which I like is because it's like a one, two, three. There you go. Um, and when you think of one, two, three, it's like... Oh, yeah progression like moves you forward these are the steps and jude 123 in the passion translation says among other things one little phrase of it says couple mercy with the fear of the lord couple mercy with the fear of the lord and again this goes back to our caleb vision our our perspective that has to be different than what we would naturally gravitate to our perspective of how we see the promised land, where he's taking us, where he's moving us into as a generation requires a fresh perspective. And part of that perspective is mercy. You know, we, we have to have mercy, but we also have to bring with it the fear of the Lord. And um, there is his righteous judgments that you read into here in Psalm 65. And these righteous judgments mean justice they mean justice in the earth in practical real ways and justice is not revenge but it is bringing things back into right alignment with him and sometimes justice for a, a, a victim means consequences for a victimizer um and so that's that aspect of the fear of the lord and, and we, we can simultaneously cry out for mercy and for his justice. Yeah. Um, so coupling mercy with the fear of the Lord, Jude 1, 23. Really good. Just on that, 
the context, even if, especially if you read the whole, it's the whole book of Jude is like 20 something verses, <clears throat> is that when it says coupling mercy, for our terminology, the way we use it, we think more grace. It was like, yeah, God is good. He's graceful. He forgives. But couple that with, um, with this thing of the fear of the Lord. And there was another scripture we didn't read then, but it, out of Romans, see both the goodness and the severity. The kindness and the severity. Yeah. Anyway, what version of the Bible? Kindness and the severity of, of God. And so that we have, you know, we've had this rebound push towards grace which is absolutely awesome and good and it's right but that it kind of just says it right there's like couple it mm -hmm. with the fear of god so if you just lose the fear of god and and the context that jude was sharing out of is like when you just decide that whatever you want to do is all of a sudden okay and right because god forgives you um and when there's just no internal standard of righteousness for you you've got you've you know you've gone into a ditch on one side and you've, you've stayed out of the coupling of it where you, you know truth has to be in the hell and the tension between mm -hmm. two things there's kindness of god there's the, the the severity of him doesn't mean he's a scary um guy as well but there he's god and so um don't be overly familiar with the god you you don't know sometimes as well as you think he's not a greasy grace god he is a goodness of God. That's a whole topic. So good. Yeah. Keep going on. So well, anyway, you may have both. That was mainly what I want to share. In case you missed it at the beginning, and we're going to pray over you guys here in just a second before we lose all of our light. Um, but um, Israel, if you missed our announcement, I'm not going to make it as long this time, but go to restore7.org backslash Israel 2023. And we're going and we're taking a tour um, May 8th through the 18th. You're invited. We would love to have you with us. Um, if we don't fill all the slots and we're actually going to open it up and probably announce it on Johnny's um, episode of yeah. Elijah Streams and Johnny Unfiltered. You're right. That was, this but, is not that. This is a lesser release right now. So it's going to be first come for served in it. Right. And then once we hit our number, we can't add more. We're not going to do a fifth. We're not going to do a fifth bus or anything else no. like that. So be aware of that. But go ahead. If, if I interrupted your flow there. Nope. That's it. We're just going to pray. And thank you so much for joining us today. Um, we are going to be back with you, not next week, but the week after. So up for discussion this year is going to be every other week. And uh, someone you should know will be our program that's in between every other week. Choose love. Um, I'm going to start back soon. Not yet, but soon uh, weekly. So we, we'll be back in our studio. Um, but we love you guys. Thank you for all your kind words. We'll tr go, try to go back and look at as many as, yeah. as possible. And um, we see names that we know and names that we don't know. But we do love all of you. Wish you and we're looking forward to when this 50 state tour comes to seeing as many as as possible and um it's we've been talking how we're missing seeing and interacting with the the actual people as well so not just yeah. your names on a screen yeah so, so you want to all right lord we just thank you for this time together with our friends and your friends and your sons and daughters we thank you for the encouragement you released to send to us, Lord, and we just thank you even for just highlighting uh, Psalm 65, in particular 65.7, but all of Psalm 65 for us at this time to be encouraged by it and that the dogs, the Caleb's, those who can learn to see from your perspective, as you said about Caleb, but my servant Caleb, because he had a different spirit, and it's a spirit who chooses to study, to magnify the Lord first. So that by the time he sees the enemy, he says there will be bread for us. And so we want to be those who this year learn to stare at you, gaze at you, grow in you in the face of huge challenges and risks all around us that we've seen and come into uh, contact with through all that's been exposed this year in the last couple of years. And so we just say you're greater. We're going to look at you. We're going to gaze at you. We're going to magnify you till till. When we gaze away from you and see the challenge, we go, oh, that's just bread. That's a piece of bread for us at this time. So thank you for 
doing that, releasing that for your sons and daughters, Lord, those that need. Uh, I think someone early on was telling how they needed a touch, and you're reminding mm -hmm. me physical touch. Jesus. Just praise, pray right now. Healing power in the name of Jesus to you, whoever else needs it, whoever else was counting on it. And I think you needed some uh, breath in your lungs to come back. Now, in the name of Jesus, let the breath come back. All constriction of that breath be eliminated and cut off in the name of Jesus. And let healing flow like a mighty river, Lord, for all those who need it right now, right now, right now. Let your presence and power come on them. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And we just bless every single one of you into this year of 2023, the year of the upper room, that you would find every moment that you cast your gaze his way and you turn aside to be with him. And whatever that looks like for you, that, that you would just find and experience such intimacy with Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit. We just declare over you that this is a year of advancing, of growing, of your roots going deep, of your faith just growing so strong that your faith would be so secure in your, um, in your, in your ability to just see him rightly, that it would be a faith that moves him over and over and over not just on your behalf, but on behalf of those that you are called to influence and impact and bring healing of every kind to. And we just bless you into this year as, um, as ones who are loved, who are seen, who are enjoyed and, and move forward in just such, um, not just conviction of truth, but, but knowing not just believing in, but knowing your Father. Yeah. In Jesus' name, we bless you. All right. All right. We love you all. We really do. And he loves you more, which is even more important. That's true.